Good evening and welcome to Politically Incorrect with your host, Andrew Schechter, for <clears throat> April the 20th, 2023. Tonight's topic is how to beat City Hall and others. Brought to you by EternalAffairsMedia.com, also known as EA Truth Media. <clears throat> your host tonight is myself, Andrew Schechter, author of Dark Water Game Over and two-time delegate for Donald Trump to the Republican National Convention. Should you feel led to plan a financial seat in our media ministry, please visit donate.eamedia.online or visit store.eamedia.online. Please help keep the truth online. Let's <clears throat> stop for a prayer. Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, we pray. We pray for all those who are ill and under the weather, all those who have been your great supporters passed your great word on who now need your help seems there's a lot these days a lot of death a lot of disease a lot of illness so please support those please help and lend your hand your glorious long hand of the of god to those to heal them that they might be better and be able to help pass your word along and pray Pray, we pray also, dear Lord, for all those who are my listeners, my ever faithful listeners, that seem to be getting the word out everywhere. <clears throat> the word of God, the word I preach. Please uh, keep them safe and healthy. We pray these things in your glorious name, the Lord. Amen. <clears throat> and you'll, you'll forgive me. I decided to, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, to take a, a sip of water like I usually do right before the show to. Try to clear my throat out, and it, it, it totally went down the wrong way, and I'm still suffering from that those effects. Um, also, didn't uh, almost didn't make the the show tonight. I got I got into panic mode and started working on my uh, my checkbook. I don't know if any of you guys ever did that, but you know, I went in and paid all made the mistake of paying on my bills, assuming I knew what the heck I was doing. Look at the balance of my checkbook. I said, "Oh, we're good to go." And here I had the two uh, larger bills that I never bothered to put in the check register. And I didn't bother to go online and look at it. So I'm old school. That's the problem, I guess. <clears throat> if I was new school, I would have missed that. Anyway, one-time donors for this show, for this, this month, rather. Uh, uh, Andy, Dave, Marcy, Bedlam, Crystal, <coughs> excuse me, Lisa, Stephen, and Rudy. And we got um, Truth Premium subscribers, Linda, David, Bruce, Charlotte, Gary, H. Sweeney, Jeff, and Pitrons, Alicia, and Dan. <laughs> And hopefully this uh, throat clears up. Sorry about it, folks. Um, hi, Joanne. Hi, Marilyn. Hi, Anna. So we're going to open kind of slow today because there's a couple things. I'm going to go with a couple of examples and why the show is what it is tonight and what it's all about. Um, again, my we had our, my sister's funeral services and uh, and, and the services uh, Tuesday and Wednesday. I 
didn't go to the burial, but I was at the services. It was absolutely beautiful. And uh, hi, Marilyn. And uh, it, just a wonderful crowd, a great turnout. It was a last minute notice. I mean, I was notified Monday that it was Tuesday. So, I mean, I, and yet we had a full, a full house that was, that came from all over. It's absolutely gorgeous, and beautiful. <clears throat> anyway. Hi, Eric. Um, found out some interesting things. We had a number of people I, I've heard about when I was down there that actually have been watching my, or listening rather to my show. And uh, I was kind of shocked by it. One of them was the was uh, uh, I believe it was a deacon of, a, of the of the, ser of the service. Just uh, word gets out, and you know a lot of people. You'd be surprised, and it was like on Facebook when I put out the posts about the uh, issue I had with the with the um, with the fire the fire pit. <clears throat> I was amazed how many people came crawling out of the woodworks. There's a lot of people who listen and watch you on social media. And even out just in the world, if you don't have social media, and there's a lot of people that are keeping their eyes on you. So remember to always act like uh, like you want to act in front of the, your best friend or your best or your closest relative because they're probably watching. And for those uh, <clears throat> who didn't know, <clears throat> had an interesting scenario with us uh, sitting out by a fire pit and uh, the uh, 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 neighbor uh, who's uh, happened to be a member of one of the other fire companies um called in a report of a quote a quote naked man by a by a by a an out of control fire or something like that i believe they put it in there and here's little old me sitting i'm sitting in my boxer shorts like i always do out sitting by my little fire pit little tiny little itty bitty fire pit with a pellet fire pit no sparks no smoke no nothing but i think it's because i'm running for the council and they, they were on the other side basically and they decided to turn me in there so they all showed up on mass and to make a long story short, I got all kinds of great evidence for these guys. And I'm using that. I, did, I learned how many people support support me and the cause. The cause I have is to restore a fire department that was shut down. And that's this what this is what started me on this show, which is why I need, you needed to hear that story. Um, <clears throat> that when I when I um when I when I met the when I, when the guy came up to the fence, first of all, the, when the when the fire chief came up, there was a whole bunch of them standing there and they're looking at me, they're gawking at me. I told them it's a legal fire pit and da da da. We had it out basically. And I told them basically that we're coming after them, uh, and in no uncertain terms. And so many, and I posted that in my post too that we're that that you know the storm is coming and you know we're gonna it's the the, the war is on kind of thing. So the, these folks are getting scared. Now here's how it works because this is this is going to lead into our topic. Oh, and by the way, I'm going to before I start into that topic, I'm going to say that <clears throat> I'm basing this show tonight on the book I wrote in 1999 called Pragmatic Revenge. It's by myself, Andrew Schechter. You're more than welcome to look for that, Amazon, etc. Um, but this is that's what this topic tonight is based on. Uh, very good, uh, hot, one of my best-selling books. It started out from a website that I had for how to how to get even. So, in fact, the subtitle of it is uh, The Consumer's Guide to Getting Even. That was 1999. And that was kind of based on the Don't Get Mad, Get Even book that was put out. It was not my book. But I did not like the um, all the way that <clears throat> that they presented the issues. Uh, I've, I've been very experienced with this in life. I was a, a, um, uh, a legal assistant um, many years ago. And did a lot of work in the, in, in the, with a couple of law firms down in the Philadelphia area. And I learned how to, I learned how to beat the system. I learned how to, to fix, how, how to make things right. You see, um, <clears throat> you know, 
I'm all about making things right. I'm also about fighting injustice. Um, you know, I call myself a political activist. And when things are wrong or, or, or just not consumer oriented, they're not helping the people, the public. I don't, I, I, I get mad, but if you don't get mad, get even is basically the way it is. <clears throat> so anyway, the whole point of this is that it's this whole thing with the fire department is they closed the, the council closed the fire department down based on the recommendations of the fire chief and their, and their fire board, which are totally idiots because they're, why would you take a recommendation of the, you know, the, the fox that's looking over the chickens? You don't do that. it's like, you know, the, the, you take their you take their information, and then the council's supposed to review that and 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 make a decision. So, <laughs> I I got mad. I wasn't going to get involved again, but I, I I had to I had to get back involved in this because it's just wrong. Because you closed down the fire department, they had the only fire police in town, and fire police to protect our firefighters. Then and then one of the council members is asking for fire police for for a race he's doing, and the fire chief says we can't, don't, we don't have any because we closed the department down and had them. What a bunch of idiots! <clears throat> so for you know for full for full clarity here, I am you know running for the council this year as well. So I said I'm making that my mission because the whole community seems to, to, to really hate the fact they shut it down. So we started a war. It's three of us. Two two are in the fire department, and I actually joined the fire department so I could fight it. But what we've done is, you know, you can't you can't go to the fire chief and say, hey, look, we need a new fire coming back. You can't go to the council and say, hey, you need the fire coming back. You, you need to get a running scared. They got to run scared. Now, you got you got to pick. I want you to picture this. So <clears throat> I started out with, um, with this one guy uh, in the fire department. He was going out saying, yeah, the storm is coming and this and that. And he's going on and he's making them curious as hell. Plus, we have leaks in our in the fire company that we're trying to save. There's people leaking. So I actually use that to my advantage. I say, you can't have secrets in the company. You can say, oh, you're right. You can't because we don't trust it. You should not take this out of the fire department. I said, OK. So I gave them all the information, at least all the information that I wanted the town council and that I wanted the um, the, the fire chief and fire department to know. So I, and, you, and it all got back just the way I, the way I wanted it. They know something's coming because we have a, what, what happened is that, that, you know, back in January, now this is, I want you to see how I solved this problem. Then we're going to go into some other issues you can solve on your own and how to beat city hall. I've beat them myself in the past many times, but this is, this one was, was this one's going to be a, a real, a real treasure. So basically when they, they voted to close the, the, um, the fire company. I asked them uh, you know, at the at the meeting. I, I said I, I just stopped the whole the whole uh, process. And when 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 you vote in our in our council for whatever reason, it's assumed you've already had your chance to speak because they did it at a previous meeting usually. So the middle of the vote, I had missed the previous meeting. And I just came and I said, "Point of order." Well, that stops everything. They said, "What's your point of order?" I said, "Is any equipment from the old fire company that you closed down going to change hands and go back to the other companies?" No, that no, it won't. And they said, "Why?" I said, "Well, because it could be an ethics violation. You know, anybody that's on this board who's a member of one of the fire departments should recuse themselves. Now, how hard would it be for them to do that? Seriously, seven members. I think three were firefighters. <clears throat> so then I asked him, "Was any relief association money going to be changed hands?" That's what the provided by the state, and it's a more legal thing. I said, "No, nope, nothing's going to change hands." Okay, great. They took the vote. Very next day, they're out trying to collect this equipment. So I'm sitting on my on, on my on my high horse now because now they need to sit down and negotiate with this fire department and get them back on the stick. Because guess what? See what I did. What I did is I created 
a resolution. I created a solution to a problem because what you need to do is you need to have irrevocable and irrefutable evidence of some major uh, issue in order to be able to to get them up on your you know have no option basically you know to um, other than to uh, to resolve the issue. So now I've got something against the council. We haven't got, we haven't gone yet. We were going to go to the council last week. But we're holding off because we also got the reporters involved. I sent a really nice letter. I sent an editorial in, real scathing editorial, something they could not publish without probably getting sued. Like, you know, Fox News got sued over Dominion. So the editor got back to me and says, I can't, I can't publish this, Andy. But they all know me now, too. And I said, I, I can't publish this. It's, it's too, you know, it's too dangerous for the paper. I said, well, he said, I said, well, what are we going to do about it? He says, well, I'm going to, I, I think the points are important. I'm going to send a, a reporter out to do an investigative report. And she is crawling up the backsides of every member of the council, every member of the fire department. I mean, this is just beautiful. It's so cool. Meanwhile, at the fire, going back to the fire on, on last Saturday night from my fire pit, for those who missed it, the fire department got called out to a quote, naked man uh, with a burning, a burning a, uh, an out of control fire. I wasn't naked and I wasn't, and my fire was not out of control. I mean, it's ridiculous. But when I, when I approached the, um, the, fi the fire chief, yeah, I had it out with him. I just don't know. On certain terms, said, you know, this is the way it is. My fire pit's legal, and this and that. And and by the way, we're going to bring that other fire department back online. You know that, right? And he, and he just looking at me like crazy. And the look in my face, and the straight up, without a, without flinching. I want you to imagine this. I, I I love this story because I want you to imagine this. Imagine, you know, a sixty six year old guy coming out in his boxer shorts, up to the up to the gate to talk to the fire chief. And without without flinching and without without blinking an eye, I mean, you got to be scared of somebody like that. You you got to be afraid. And he looked afraid. He looked like this guy is not one to mess with, you know, because he just doesn't give a rat's backside. <laughs> and I was so proud of that night. The next day, and all the comments, I must have had five hundred comments on my post, and all of them were were positive. So next thing I know, all of a sudden, the council, the 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 the, the uh, uh, chairman, uh, the chairman of the council is coming back to us. The guy that was asking for the fire police, all of a sudden he didn't come back to me, but he went back to these other guys in the other fire department and said, look, can we talk? Can we do this? He says, get your, get your stuff together. Come to the next council meeting. And we, I'm sure there, I'm sure the way he said it was, I'm sure the vote will be reversed. So, I mean, it was, that's pretty cool to, to have that kind of success. Now we're going to see what happens because right now we, we're, we, we're, we're, we're going forward, but <clears throat> you know, that, that, yeah, I, that's the back door. That's the back door. And that's what my whole, this whole book about, again, the book, the, the book that this show is based on, is called Pragmatic Revenge. I wrote it, Andrew Schechter. You can pick it up if you like. It's on Amazon or whatever. But anyway, that's why, that's what the show is based on. Anyway, for the last 20 minutes of this show, we're going to go on because that's, that's the important part. You've got that, you've got the, the intro to it. Now you're going to get the meat of it and how you can win. You can fight and when you should fight and when you shouldn't fight. But prior to that, we're going to give a quick a quick uh, bow to our sponsor, MyPillow.com, Mike Lindell. Uh, Mike Lindell's company uh, supported the, uh, the issues with the 2020 election, supported our you know, conservative cause. Uh, great man and a great company. Not only does he have pillows, but he's got robes and shoes and slippers and all kinds of cool stuff. He even has coffee. So please do support our, our sponsors. And support the MyPillow at MyPillow.com and use the promo code ETERNAL at checkout for a discount. My ETERNAL at checkout at MyPillow.com or by calling 800-795-5993, 800 795 
888-985-5993. Please help support the other podcasts. All right. Business out of the way. Great man, Mike Lindell. By the way, I've had a chance to meet him a couple of times. Absolutely wonderful person. <clears throat> so you saw how I took a backdoor to beat a, a problem we had with it with the city hall. Now, this this reference is not just city hall, but any of your personal issues. You got a you went you went to the hospital, you had a bill you can't pay, you went to uh you know, whatever, whatever it might be, you know, you got a bill you can't pay. You got somebody telling you, yo, you owe them money, but you don't. Um, <clears throat> but you can always get yourself out of a bind because, you know, in this world, I think that, you know, we, I know we can put ourselves in situations sometimes, but sometimes you just got to say, look, I, you know, I can't, I can't go bankrupt over a hospital bill. I can't, you know, lose my home over credit card debt and that sort of thing. So and then a problem becomes now I this show is especially important because the problem becomes how do you as a now I'm a Christian minister and <clears throat> you know I, you got to go by the word of Christ and you're supposed to pay your you know if you got debt you're supposed to pay your debt you pay your tax collector etc um, so how how do you how do you cut off someone at that when you don't believe when you believe that the system is wrong and is and people aren't fixing it you know i think one of the biggest things in god is you're supposed to help thy neighbor you're supposed to help each other you know and, and i'm i'm a firm believer that that there are there you we but we should be helping people that can't afford it that don't have that have problems with uh, their health etc cetera, etc cetera. so you know health care is one of my big things i believe that it should be covered for the most part and, and the less you make the more you should get you know compensated for i know a lot of people don't believe in that but when you go down the line of you know god's gift of kindness and, and that sort of thing you know helping other people you should support helping people that are in need and health is the, is the biggest god gives us life um disease gives us death so if you're if someone's going to die from disease or maybe die or get really sick from it you should be helping them Anyway, that's my two cents, and I'm not going to go any farther with that. But I will tell you how to how to how to handle some of these things. <clears throat> the first thing is when you have, say, a ten thousand dollar medical bill, or you've got somebody in your town council is telling you you got to do something with your property or whatever that you can't do. The first thing to do is to try to logically think of a plan that might make them happy. Now it's the easiest thing to do. You know, you know, don't just jump down people's throats. That's a lot. That's what the what the you know the Democrats versus Republicans uh, that whole nine yards the you know, whole thing about abortion and all that. The problem is you everybody's jumping down each other's throat rather than sitting and trying to talk it out. So if it's you know, if you owe a thousand dollars and you know you can pay it but you can't pay it now and they're going to take you to court if you don't pay it right now, sit down and say, hey, look, this is stupid. I'll pay you a hundred dollars a month. We're done. Whatever. If you can afford to do that. So, you know, you try to work it out first, try to work the details out first. That's the important thing. If you can do that, problem solved. So if you can't, and that's my actually the first chapter of my book is when to seek justice, which is very important. Um, so there's a lot of consumer issues, too, and, and medical issues, et cetera. Uh, you know, there, there, there's three ways. And, and, and basically, there's three ways to resolve an issue in our society. The first is being the legal, legitimate, and written way. And the legal way doesn't always work. I'm going to be totally honest with you. You know, laws were meant to be broken is the way I look at it. The legal way very rarely works because everybody's, you know, they're sticklers for this crap. The best thing is to is to, is to hold, be able to hold something over somebody's head. That's the way you fix things. You know, if you can do that, you, you, you've actually won it. So you know, many, many problems arise when a written policy or law is not understood. Um, so you have the... Um, the three ways 
is legal. And, you know, simple letter sometimes resolves the issue. You know, the second means is by, is by, is by using the legal method, by going using the law, if you have to use it. So that can be a, you know, through small claims court or the assistance of attorney. You know, sometimes just an attorney's letter works. If you think you're right, an attorney's letter threatening suit or legal action, um, uh, it will really, will really go a long way sometimes. I don't like using lawyers if I don't have to, but a legal letter is generally pretty cheap. And a third, and this is what we're going to talk about mostly tonight, the third means of resolving an issue relies on true gut, on, on the true gutless greed of most corporations and also uh, government agencies. So even when you're not legally entitled, now this is important, even when you're not legally entitled to satisfaction, you can usually resolve an issue the brute force way. You threaten the company with public shame. You put up a website explaining the situation. You send mail to the local chamber of commerce, Better Business Bureau, local television, radio stations, and newspapers. Threaten a class action suit if you feel justified. So, and there's all kinds of, I have all kinds of suggestions on how to do this. But as an example, many years ago, I was, uh, my, my wife, uh, my first wife was pregnant. We had been going to Cape May, New Jersey for quite some time. And there was a, and, and the, the place we went, it was a great hotel, but they owned timeshare, 100% timeshare. I was frustrated because it's the only place I really liked down there. It's a really beautiful part, you know, part of the town right on the beach. And finally, they suckered me in. So I didn't have a chance to think. You know how timeshare works. So I got involved and I get home and I'm like, you know, we can't afford this. And we're only going to use it you know, maybe once, once every two years or something. It's stupid. It was really expensive. You can't, you know, there's no market for them. You know, when they come back out, there's nothing. So I said, okay. I got mad and I went back. Well, I, I started trying to do it the legal way. I went back and I said, look. You know, my wife's pregnant. We're not going to be coming to the shore as much. And, you know, we won't be able to use the timeshare. And, and you guys knew that. And you, know, you should have you should have known better than to sucker us into this expensive timeshare that we probably aren't going to be able to use for a while. And, you know, who knows what's going to happen down the future. They didn't buy that, of course. So then I um, went to my, I went to a lawyer, sent him a letter saying, you know, they, you, I was conned into this thing and I had a, supposed to have a three day thing where I could get rid of it. That didn't work. But now the three days, of course, is up at this point. So finally, I just got so mad that I just started calling around. Like I said, the Chamber of Commerce, the local TV stations. And I told him, I said, look, you got to, I told him the situation and it was, it was, they should have known that this was not going to work out for us. Did I have a right to it? No, I was stuck with that timeshare. But the TV crews showed up down at their nice, beautiful new uh, timeshare that they were been, been advertising on the television. And all the stations came down, the, the press came, newspapers came down. Two days later, I get a phone call. Can you come down? Look, we'll give you a free night. You won't, I'm not a cost of dime. We'll give you a free night stay. Uh, we'll give you a voucher for uh, a week's vacation, food and everything included. Just please don't tell the media it's all okay now. And, and, we'll, and, and we'll, we'll, we'll cancel out your timeshare. That easy. That simple. Literally, seriously. Now, I had a, um, an issue with a, um, well, let's, go, let's go to my wife's issue. This is another good one because a lot of people have credit card debt. Now, most credit cards and most even, especially hospital bills are a great one. I've been in the hospital three times in the last eight years for stupid stuff. You know, one night, one night stays or, or in and out. You know, 
And every time you, every time you touch a hospital, if you walk through the door of a hospital, you're paying 20 grand. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Almost consistently. So I had these huge bills and I, I couldn't, I, you know, I'm frustrated because the best policy we had at work still had a two or $3,000 deductible. The worst one had a $5,000 out of pocket for the yearly out of pocket. And I said, you know, there's no good plan and there should be, there really should be. I don't think you should have to pay that. It should be covered by some sort of insurance, something you pay into, you know, we pay into Medicare all these years. You still don't get covered with anything stupid, but anyway, that's beside the point. So morally, I believe that these are crooks. Now, the great thing about, the great thing about things like um, credit card debt and hospital debt is that no one keeps records. The records are so spotty and sketchy. Now you, you go to a hospital, you have the hospital bill, you have the an overnight stay bill, you've got a, a third third party physicians and third party X-ray companies and other things that come in. They they have no clue what's going on. So folks, it's so simple. I'm going to tell you a simple trick to credit card debt or or medical debt. I have never paid my deductibles on a hospital ever in my life. Never. And I never will. I refuse to. And I've never gone to file bankruptcy over it either. And they've all gone away. They've all vanished. I have one bill I think that I had to end up paying was 270 bucks for some third party. I try to pay the third parties only because I know that they're in that kind of business. Or if I get a doctor, you got to go to, I try to pay them. They're independents in business, but these hospitals are crazy. They're going to get 50 grand from insurance. It's already paid the bill. Now they want another five from you because that's your out of pocket. That's stupid. It's already paid. They should they should be able to reverse it or just ignore that. It shouldn't even be shouldn't even matter. But that's beside the point. So all you got to do there's a letter you can write where you challenge you basically challenge the um, uh, uh, the, the companies and 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 you you ask for a a your confirmation of all the of all the bills and everything else like that and you you want to um, you you want to make sure that the bill's correct basically so when you send that out and you can look it up online or you know figure out what they just on their credit card you can find it very easily and there's, there's even a you know kind of a stock form letter you can send just fill the information in just say I'm, we need to verify it's a letter of, of validation you've got to validate the um, the debt and what happens is they come back and they'll either say yes or no if they say yes you want to take them to court because they still can't validate it you know Let's let's see. I gotta I gotta read I gotta read. Eric's got some stuff on this. So we're gonna get back to this. So, grandmother Pat during the last three years of her life was in and out of the hospital. Um, being in and out of the hospital became a revolving door in the last ten to fifteen years. She didn't really take good care of herself. She smoked, etc. Um, she's been gone for eleven years now. So when you understand medical bills, people who've been through these dilemmas need to know they're not alone. Thank you, Eric. What you want to do is is demand a validation. The validation is every dime, every penny that's ever been spent or, or that you paid into it. They can't give it to you. It's never accurate. And most lawyers will see that. I've never had to take, use a lawyer with a hospital. For some reason, most hospitals have a, a deal where they have, they have like a charitable thing where if you can't pay or you don't want to pay or you refuse to pay, they pull it out of this bucket. And they just, because they, they don't want the legal cost. They know that they can't prove it. The eighty um, percent uh, covered, yeah, eighty percent is covered by Medicare for older people. You're right, and the twenty percent, who knows exactly? But you always want you always want to dispute. You want you want to, you want to demand validation, dispute it, and also make sure it's that it's not out of out of um, out of uh, uh, you know, the, the the time frame you're allowed to file for that. Usually, it depends on the state, anywhere from from uh, three to three to ten years 
depending. Uh, most states are three to five years. If it's older than that, then most likely they can't even collect on it. You still owe it. Now, mind you that you always owe these bills. That's the interesting thing. You will always owe them. Nothing clears them out except bankruptcy, but doesn't matter if you, if you, if you, if they still owe it, you know, you can just, you know, if it's out of, if it's out of the, uh, uh, you know, time frame, you can, you, you're not, you're not, you can't pay it. I actually had, a, I actually had a bill collector sent me a, uh, from a long time ago when I, when I was, when I missed a couple of bills and never paid them, they actually came back. It was way out of, uh, out, out of time frame, And they said, uh, we, we know we can't, we can't bill you for this, but do you mind paying it? I'm like, yeah, sure. All right. Not a problem. Yeah. I'm not going to pay that the hell with you. So there was another one where, where my wife was interesting because my wife came in and she um, had this bill from Citicorp it was for, I guess, a Sears card. And it was interesting because she got mad. She just got mad because frankly, they, um, the company just shut her credit card down and said, Oh, we reviewed your credit history and you're, and we're shutting your card down, but you still have to pay the balance. Of course, no missed payments for 10 years and they shut her credit card and she said screw you i'm not paying any of it well i went to they they brought it to the to the court and i wrote a nice letter demanding the validation and saying that they didn't have the jurisdiction over this thing and etc cetera, etc cetera. And, and, and actually they, they did this right before that was out of that time frame they took it to court so i said okay took it to court and they could not prove it the judge threw it out Judge threw it out because I demanded the validation for it, and the fact and 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 the that they, the fact that they had the right because it was a collection agency that you know I told them I would deal with Citicorp if they if they really wanted to, but I'm not going to deal with a collection agency. They refused. The biggest thing is when you have a debt that you can't pay, don't make payments on it. Don't acknowledge it until they decide to try and take you to court. Because if you acknowledge it, as soon as you acknowledge that, it starts the clock over. Let's say you've got a seven years that you're for the, let's say it's three years before you you know you can't it's it's out of date and you, and you don't have to pay it so if they're going to try right before the three years is up they're going to try collecting on it don't acknowledge them don't call them back ignore them until until push comes to shove where they where they try to take you to court ignore them if it does go to court say gee prove it's me prove i yeah you know, there's so many things you can do but you have to stand up. You have to you have to be willing because the worst thing that's going to happen, the absolute worst thing that will happen is they'll take you to court. They'll win a judgment for it. Then you have to pay the debt, which you would have had to pay anyway. Helpful advice from Eric. Boy, you're, I, you're my greatest. You're my greatest sponsor here. You're my greatest, my greatest listener. So he, Eric says it's also helpful to give advice for people who are indigent or poor or poor to look to whether hospitals or other programs. That's what I was just trying to say. Yeah. To write off the medical debt. You know, that's almost automatic. But if you're if you're poor or you're elderly, even if you don't think you qualify for any grants or loans or anything else to pay your debts, go to your the, the aging or the or the Medicaid departments or or, or whatever you know, if you receive disability income, go in and ask for help because usually usually there's someone that can help you. Medicaid's the greatest thing. And you know, I've told I keep telling people that. Medicaid, <clears throat> Medicare should have been what Medicaid is. You know, we paid all this money into here and here are the people that don't have the money are getting the insurance with almost full coverage. It's very frustrating. We paid all that money. We're paying that money right now to pay the poor on Medicaid. Don't get me wrong. I believe people should have that health care, but I believe so should, that, should the, uh, the elderly who paid into it all their lives. And now they're getting 
Medicare that doesn't pay for 20%. You know what that means? If you have a million dollar bill, you got to pay $200,000. Who the hell has $200,000 to pay? What good is Medicare? It's useless. You know, then you got to pay for the advantage. You got to pay for you got to pay for the useless Medicare. Then you got to pay for you know, a Medicare Advantage plan or something to cover the rest of it. So, <clears throat> boy, this, uh, this time goes fast on this show. I'm so sorry, man. I'm telling you, this, there's so much I could tell you about it. The big thing is, if if you're if a bill is due, you should pay it. It gives you good credit. You keep up on it. If you think it's not fair, or if you think If somebody's coming after you for whatever reason, get something to hold over them. That's the big thing because if you can hold something over them, then you then you've got you've got a you've got a definite uh, lever to to make things happen. You know, I, you know I and I told because these people like in, in our council they're running scared right now. They don't know what's going to happen, and we we plan to take our fire company back, but they don't know what we're going to do. And we have enough to get to take them down. All I've got to do is file a you know a legal action against the council or the or the um, uh, uh, or the fire or the fire the fire department, and they know that. So I can I can I can give this out over the air because they already noticed. I've already told them that they're that we're coming for them. Just when I don't know because now what you've got see if you've got a headline. So let's say you have a headline. Good example. There was a there was a, a kid uh, a special needs kid around here that was not getting insurance coverage paid and <clears throat> what he did is they what the family did is they went to the to the media rather than go to the hospital who wouldn't pay them we would rather to go to medicaid who wouldn't pay them they went to the, they went to the tv stations who came and did a sob story on it. oh boy was it beautiful not only did the hospital cancel the bill but the family got i think it was a hundred thousand dollars or something in donations to help with their kid you got You got The media is the greatest thing you can use. It, it can be the worst and it can be the best. But if you present a sob story or a legal story, like uh, when I when I went to uh, um, <clears throat> when, when I had my my issue with the sidewalk, and I was going to and I and I sued the council, they wouldn't listen to me. They wouldn't do nothing. So I went to the media. And I sent it to all the local media and all the papers, the TV stations. You know, councilman files legal action against his own uh, borough council. And man, I'm telling you, it's a headline that, that, that catches it. You got to have a catchy headline. And they saw that I had got 12 minutes, literally 12 minutes on the news to, to, to give my sob story and tell them what happened. 12 minutes. Donald Trump's never even got 12 minutes. Hell, even the even Joe Biden and the, and, and the Democrats never got not very. I don't think anything's ever got 12 minutes of coverage on, on, on our news stations. And the problem was resolved. Bingo. You know, you've got to have something over them. You got to threaten them. You know, and the best thing, if you have a legal action, like well, I have a legal action against one of these, and I'm not sure if I'm legally allowed to do it. But rather than commit to a, you know, if, if, if you commit to a, a legal action, and you lose, you may end up. You may well end up. You may well end up uh, <clears throat> having to pay the legal the legal bills. So rather than file a legal action, you can go to the media and say, "Da da 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 is is filing legal action." All you have to do is say, "Is filing hadn't filed it yet," so I'm not like legally obligated, but it will get the media attention and get you on the TV and on on and in the newspapers. So the little trick to remember, but I, I don't like promoting. I don't like promoting myself on the, on this show. But in this case, because the whole this whole uh, episode was based on on my book, I'm going to tell you again. It's Pragmatic Revenge. It's a dirt cheap book 
on Amazon if you like it. Um, definitely worth you know looking at because that that will give you the clues and some examples too of some of the crazy letters that I wrote. Maybe I'll bring them up on another podcast. I've written some letters that boy, I'll tell you, you would laugh at. You think it's uh, never do anything the stupidest thing to do, and yet I've won cases from it. So Eric, one last comment here says a pet peeve when it comes to government assistance is elderly and dis disabled folks uh, count on coverage to be there for them when they're time of need and people who are or to note a fault that their own disabled should be seen that their needs are fully met. Right. The unfortunate downside, if you have people who are cheating the system and really don't need it. Now, it's absolutely right, Eric. It's absolutely right. Lots of great ways to, uh, and it looks like Zig, Ziggy just came out. You got you to gotta check this episode out, Ziggy. Uh, just entered the studio. Um, <clears throat> really, uh, we'll be putting it up after, after, the, after it ends, but uh, great uh, podcast on how to, uh, uh, take, deal with debt that you don't feel you don't deserve. I'm going to say also one thing that you need to base your actions. Some of my actions are pretty crass. Like I'm, I, you know, I don't pay, like I said, I don't pay hospital bills because they're, they're, I've never paid one because I don't believe in it. I believe the system's broken and I refuse to pay for the broken system. And, but you need to feel morally ob obligated to what you're doing too. You need to say, this is it, this is okay in my best moral interest. We well, you know what would Jesus do? Well, Jesus says, "Pay your bills." But by the same token, when someone's taking advantage of you, you you don't. You know, you really you really have to feel that you're not violating um, anything biblically. But if you do, if you do, then you don't want to do it, obviously. And um, another person entered the, the, the studio. Hi there! Um, great show tonight. We're just actually closing up. But you, if you want to listen to it, it'll be back online. How to eliminate your debt how to fight city hall really great show and it's based on the book pragmatic revenge by myself andrew schechter please check it out now so and radio next week going to be wrapping up the month of april yes the month of april is coming to an end very shortly so uh i will ask one 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 uh, one one uh, one uh, make one quick announcement before we shut down uh our website for the uh, the, the uh, ministry is <clears throat> ea media dot online if you should feel uh, obligated or i'm sorry obligated yeah that's i don't want to obligate anybody she motivated was the word i'm looking for boy i'm i'm out of it tonight folks my, my if, part, pardon me if my sister's death really really uh, has gotten to my brain so <clears throat> I, I i tend to, to to make some mistakes but no if you feel uh, if you like these podcasts and you feel motivated um to uh, donate you can always go to donate.eamedia.online or you can get some trinkets from us at store.eamedia.online or sign up for our premium uh, services on eamedia.online. Great, great um, uh, information that we have to offer. Lots of great stuff. We're running over, but I, I figured this was a very important podcast. I did want to go over a bit, and I apologize. And for those who uh, uh, haven't heard the very beginning, we have a new opening uh, we've made, made up for the podcast. And uh, you can just play the beginning of it if you like. Go back when after it's up online and listen to the beginning because I think it's pretty cool. If you let me know how you like it. Anyway, with that, I am going to close down and uh, we will see you next uh, Thursday. Not sure of the topic yet. I had one plan that I that I canceled because of this and because of my sister's death. Um, so things have changed a bit, but we'll have something for you next Thursday, regardless, God willing, and the crick don't rise. And I'm still here next Thursday. I thank every single one of you for being uh, motivated to come and listen to my podcast and hear me out. Lots of great information for you. God bless you. We will see you next week. And thanks for coming on. <laughs>
Good night, everybody. God bless. Mm -hmm.